just need one word to get to you So tell me now, do you want it? Cause these dancing feet don't cry to the rhythm they cry for you is there a scenario where Aaron is still the starting quarterback of the Packers next season? Um, yeah, I mean, unless if things don't work out uh, the, the way we would want them, yeah, we. Uh, he's obviously a great player and uh, you know, four-time MVP. And uh, but you know, I think it's you know, trying to find uh, you know what what he wants and what we want, and uh, hopefully we can find a win-win situation. That Mark Murphy. During a WIAA State Girls Basketball broadcast. Fantastic spot to break news if you ask me. Yeah. We are now excited to be joined by Jason Wildey of Wildey and Tausch from 9 to noon across these very stations. Jason, welcome into the program. What's your initial reaction to all this? Uh, I've been trying, as this has kind of unfolded over the last 20 minutes, I have been uh, trying to figure out exactly what on earth this guy was thinking. Me too. Yeah. Like, like, let's be honest. That's, I am, if, if this is how they feel, that's fine. Okay. And I'm, I'm not saying this because, oh, it's going to, hurt Aaron's feelings or anything like that. Like, even if you take it at the most business mentality level, you might as well have just told the Jets, hey, we don't want him anymore. So if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm calling Woody Johnson and saying, screw these guys. You guys don't have to trade for me. I'm going to make it difficult for them and make them cut me because they don't really want me anymore. I'm going to make them cut me, and then I can come sign with you guys. We don't have to give up any draft picks. Like, what are you doing? Why on earth would you say the things that you said? How is that helping your team? Hey, it's given us all something to talk about. Great. But from the pure perspective of you are the team president and CEO of the organization, what is the upside of you talking this way? And then, let's be honest, you know, you guys played the clip from the WIAA broadcast. Oh, yeah, there's more. He does an interview with Adriana Torres of Channel 2 WBAY up here in Green Bay, the ABC affiliate, and he doubles down. I I can quickly summarize because I think it's important. Very few players play on only one team. Brett had a great career here. Aaron had a great career here. I I was like, wait, 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 that's not real. That's what he said. Head. It's just giving all the leverage I away. Am, I am flabbergasted. So, so had a great career the, here in Green. Had, yep. So, so Joshi, like, logically thought of something that like is going through my head, right? Like, Mark Murphy really doesn't report to anybody, but did the PR team say like, hey, you know? Head on over to the rest center and and jump on the broadcast. Get your thoughts off. Like, how in the hell does this happen? So I think, um, and I I don't uh, I don't watch every game of the state tournament. Um, I'm hoping to meet my buddy Brad Fisher over there tomorrow, the uh, UW Oshkosh coach. Uh, I I love high school basketball. I always have, and I have watched broadcasts in the past i was i did not have it on today 
Uh, I wish I had. Um, but he does. I believe he does this interview every year. Like the Packers try to support the tournament, and obviously it's right across the street from Lambeau Field. Yeah. And and I was told because I I've been asking the same questions. I mean I I'm just I'm, I mean my uh, Ernie from Sesame Street gift that I used. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm blown. I can't. I I'm just I can't believe he did. I can't believe he said this. Like I was told that he knew that he was going to get Rogers' question. And if that's the case, if if he was not blindsided by these questions, then how are you not prepared to, in a more elegant way, you know, kind of, again, say things that people can read between the lines. But he basically said, as you pointed out, he, he talked about Rogers' career with the Packers in the past tense. And he said on purpose that – they would take him back if things don't work out the way they want. Yeah, which is clearly to trade him. Uh, but uh, so, I, so I, if I, I could I, look at that in a different way, what if it means that you know it's not the draft capital that they want? Yeah, I, 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 I would say that it doesn't matter what that part of the equation is. It, it the bottom line is. I, we want to trade him, right? I mean, that part does not change. That part is the way we want it to work out is we trade him. And if, if, if we don't trade him because the draft capital isn't there, or he says, no, I want to stay here. I don't want to go to New York. That's not what they want. And he publicly admitted that now. I mean, again, uh, and look, uh, you guys know this, obviously, I always try to be very honest about my history with Rodgers. Um, I try to, I don't think that I ever uh, gave him a free pass during his 15 years as the starter. Uh, I, I try to be forthcoming about all this. He clearly deserves some blame for how things have played out. I have been critical of him not coming to the offseason program. I've been critical of him saying things like after he throws his last pass as a Packer and it's an interception, that he was stung by the play calls that Matt LaFleur had, right? Don't, don't say that, right? Regardless of all the things, you don't like his darkness retreats or ayahuasca talk or COVID stances or whatever else, you're entitled to not like any of that about him. You can think he's a narcissist. You can think he's a jerk. You can think he's weird. You have the right to think whatever you want about Aaron Rodgers. I'm not telling you how to feel about him. But his body of work in 15 years as the Green Bay Packers starting quarterback, I don't care how handsomely he's been compensated, I think what he has done merits a greater level of respect than what Mark Murphy showed by saying what he said. Again, you can be sick of his crap. You can think he's a jerk. You can think whatever you want. But to behave that way as the team president and CEO of a franchise that you like to point out is owned by the fans. I think Aaron Rodgers deserves better than for you to talk that way on television. Now, I, I, my experience with Mark Murphy, I don't want I, I, I to say something that I'll regret here, so I will just say this. Um, I don't know how extensively he thinks things through versus 
how things just come. He just says things unfiltered. And hey, I think I think you're safe with that, Jason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I want. I that's fine. I I want unfiltered. But again, like does 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 Aaron Rodgers? I mean, Aaron, look, I look at it this way: Brett Favre got Lambeau built. The, the renovated Lambo that they had to get built, right? I mean, he won a Super Bowl. They won a ton of games during his time. Rodgers won another Super Bowl, got the expansion built in the south end zone, and got Titletown built. Like, I have friends who work for the organization, and I'm sorry, you can do the greatest job in the world of designing the Hall of Fame and having tours and having great stuff in stock at the pro shop. But what sells is winning. Winning is what makes you go on a tour of Lambeau Field. Winning is what makes you buy that four, you know, forty-five dollar T-shirt or three hundred dollar jersey. And Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, for whatever faults they have, were critical to you winning as many games as you have in the last thirty years. Not as many Super Bowls as fans might have wanted. I get it, but I think that commands your respect even if you don't like him personally, even if you're fed up with him. And I just thought that to, to talk this way about an iconic player and and be this way, and, and I keep going back to this, and, and I, I wrote about it a couple of years ago, and I tweeted out the link the other day. I, I look back on Ted Thompson, and there are certainly things to criticize with him too. But I've always said this, and, and it's the absolute God's honest truth. When they went through the 2008 transition and there were people in the building that were really, really sick of Brett Favre, they were really mad at Brett. Uh, if anyone should have been pissed at Brett Favre, it should have been Ted Thompson after Brett Favre went on Greta Van Susteren and just said some awful things about him. And yet, every time someone said something especially negative about Brett, or vented their anger about him. There was one guy who said, hey, it's not easy for him. We have to keep in mind everything he accomplished here. Don't We can't do that. And it was Ted Thompson. And this is a guy who privately would send Brett Favre, again, who said some really crummy things about Ted on Greta Van Susteren that summer, would send congratulatory text messages to Brett while he was with the Jets, and even when he was with the Vikings. So there's a way to carry yourself. And Bob Harlan carried himself that way as the team president. I'm biased. I really think the world of Bob. I think this was uh, as bad of a public relations move as they could have had because they've given away some measure of leverage in the trade compensation talks. But also – they have basically, if they were trying to avoid looking like the bad guys in the breakup, I understand there's a bunch of fans who are sick of Rodgers and very negative about how he played and the things he says and the things he does. But from a purely PR perspective, they did not help their cause if they were trying to make Rodgers be the bad guy and have them be the good guys when this divorce occurs. We're talking with Jason Wildey here on Scalzo and Bruss, presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light, which a lot of Packer fans are going to need after hearing the comments of Mark Murphy today. He talked on the WIA broadcast. He also mentioned Brett had a great career and Aaron 
had a great career here, so we're reacting to that with Jason Wildey. Alex Strofin for Greg Scalzo. Yeah, Jason, you mentioned uh, obviously the leverage aspect of this, which, which I talked about a bit earlier, but he also mentioned obviously Wednesday, March 15th, the opening of free agency, and they want to get the deal done before then. So let me ask you it this way. If you're the Jets, you see this, you understand, you you're obviously want to get this done before free agency. What does the offer look like now? Because Mark Murphy is essentially saying, hey, we're over this guy. Yeah. I, I, oh, by the way, the Bears just traded the first overall pick of the draft. Oh. I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. With Carolina. Um, unbelievable. So Carolina is on the clock. Um, and out yeah, on the, I, the outside chance of landing Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I don't think they're – yeah, that's a good point, Ben. Wow. Uh, I, it, that, that's a really good question, um, Strofe. I don't – it doesn't help, obviously, right? And, again, I would say this, and, and I was using this example with Jesse's favorite quarterback uh, this morning, Derek Carr. <laughs> Derek Carr. Derek Carr went and visited the Saints while he was still under contract with the Raiders. Remember that? Yep. Uh, just like Rodgers got permission to talk with the Jets, Derek Carr got permission to talk with the Saints. And there were reports at the time that the Saints and the Raiders had talked about trade compensation. Well, the Raiders had a, a, I believe it was on my birthday, February 15th, that they were due to pay Carr like a $40 million bonus. And Carr said, I'm not moving that date. So either you pay me or you uh, cut me. And obviously... They cut him, and then what did Derek Carr end up doing? He ended up going to the Saints anyway. So for him, he was able to help his new team, by, and I don't know if he said this to them at the time or not. He took meetings with the Jets. He took meetings with the Panthers at the scouting combine. But in the end, he managed to go to the team that was ready to trade for him without them having to trade anything for him. So if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm going I'm to use the Derek Carr playbook. Hey. From what I understand, I had a great career here, Mark. Um, I think I'm going to come back. And you guys can pay me the $58.3 million option bonus that you owe me. How's that sound? Or you can cut me, and then I can go wherever I want. And guess what? If they cut him, we already thought they weren't going to get as much compensation, obviously, as the Broncos gave up for Russell Wilson. But if they cut him, they get no compensation. None. They don't even get compensatory picks because he's not a free agent. He's been released. So, again, this, to me, from, from both a PR perspective but also from a functionality of your organization perspective, is just foolish. Jason, did this like essentially close the door at any chance the Packers had of Aaron Rodgers playing in a Green Bay Packers uniform? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it seems to me that the team president closed the door very easily, like like almost as if like Aaron Rodgers is wa- – you ever have this happen where somebody's going in a door and you're walking behind them and you think they know you're there, and yet they just let the door close and you got to reopen it? Hey, thanks for holding the door. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Like, uh, that's basically what they did. Like, uh, he, 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 they didn't have to slam the door on him. Like, Rodgers hadn't even tried to walk through the door yet. Either way, I just, I don't, ah, I don't understand. Uh, somebody need, I mean, other than, other than pure ineptitude, I just don't understand how that happens. 
I don't get it at all. Jason, thank you for jumping on on short notice. Uh, as things develop and continue to develop, we will definitely be in touch and look forward to talking to you and hearing from Jason on Willie and Tausch 9 to noon next week across these very stations. Thanks for jumping on. All right, guys. Take care. Be good. That Jason Wildey reacting with myself and Alex Strofe on Scalzo and Brust on this Good Vibes Friday with Kinda. Mark Murphy dropping news on the WIA State Championship <laughs> I broadcast. I can't believe that's a sentence. Yep. I can't believe that's a sentence. It is, and we hear from you, the Scalzo and Brust family, next. 800-990-3776. Huh. Love it. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo, and Brust. Ben, do you believe in the moon landing? I know what the moon landing is. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you look at me like that was a trick question? Because it is. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Stop. What? <laughs> Stop. Okay, everybody everybody shut up. Take a breath. What's the trick? The moon landing is when you're in a men's locker room and your butts touch each other. <laughs> Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts.